I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But that God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Welcome! It is Sunday, January 21st. Um, welcome to Word and Worship, where we're going to lift up the Lord um, praise with praise and thanksgiving as we worship Him. Uh, His Holy Spirit resides wherever we're, we are. So whether you're listening to the recording or you're live with me right now, um, just remember that this is a special time to really dig in and get closer to the Lord. Um, he talks about your ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. His, his ways are higher, right? But I think when we really dig into and spend time with him in worship, he starts to help us renew our mind because we're linking everything to scripture. And that allows us to get closer to him, closer to understanding what his thoughts are. And then our ways will become his ways as we submit to him and spend time with him, especially when we have the word of God in our heart, right? So that's what Word and Worship's all about. That's why we link every song to scriptures. So we'll dig into that in a second. Um, right now, I'm gonna pray and we're gonna jump into Ephesians 1. This is a new series. We just finished up all the book of Romans. Before that, we did Revelation. And before that, we did Daniel and Hebrews. So uh, we've begun going over quite a bit of the Bible. And um, now let's, uh, there's only, I think, six or seven, cha six chapters, I think, in Ephesians. So uh, this will go pretty quickly as we teach on Sunday. And then I also teach on Monday and right after, right at the end of the show. 
on Mondays and Thursdays before praise and prayer. So if you love this music, join us Mondays, Thursdays, as well as Fridays at five o'clock, and then um, after the show on Mondays and Thursdays, and then uh, which starts around uh, probably six o'clock, all CST I'm talking, and then um, here at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Let's lift this up. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the book of Ephesians. It's so rich with so many, I had a hard time just not uh, doing way too many um, references to, to all different parts of the Bible. It's just so rich and so beautiful. Thank you for the book of Ephesians. May we just, uh, may, may our hearts just absorb it like you talk about in Hebrews uh, 4.12 where, where the, 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 your word is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and the discerning of, of the th thoughts and intentions of the heart. Lord, may that happen to us, that your word just penetrates into our soul and that we are able to get it into our hearts, into our, our spirit, into our soul. May your word just penetrate our whole lives as we move forward here. I pray for blessings on everyone that's listening to my voice right now that as they get the word in their heart, spend time with you. You'll communicate with them like never before uh, and allow them to just have, have their path be completely straight because they're submitting to you. We love you, Lord, and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. <clears throat> That's a lot about what I do as well. If, if you go to my blog on neighborhood.social, um, you'll see God speaking to me pretty darn directly, and I'm not in the office of the prophet. And again, it's based on a book I read and started in instituting in my life called um, It's Not Meant to Be a Secret, God Wants to Speak to You by Nathan French. And uh, you can read about that again. Just go to the blog, Rick's blog, Rick's Alone Time with God blog on, on neighborhood.social. You see it coming across the screen right there. And uh, you can also download neighborhood.social on your phone at the, the Play Stores and the Apple Store. All right, let's dig into Ephesians 1, then we'll play some beautiful music. Um, I'm just going to read Ephesians 1 first, and then we'll come back and dig into it after more mu after after mixing it up with some great music, okay? Greed, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And we get the spiritual blessings in Christ. Verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he has lavished upon us. In all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purposes, his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. Move to verse 11. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, 
the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. And we're going to dig into some of these theological concepts like predestination um, and your calling. So much beautiful things in, um, in uh, Ephesians. And the mystery. We're going to dig into all that here um, in this next uh, hour and a half between uh, some beautiful music. Here's Thanksgiving and prayer. Um, he talks about verse 15. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you remembering in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Woo, this is a powerful, powerful uh, chapter. Again, with a lot of deep concepts like your calling is, is a vital one that will expand on it greatly in Ephesians chapter 4. And obviously predestination, the mystery, uh, all these things are, are covered here in this beautiful first chapter of Ephesians. And again, we're going to dig more into that after we do some praise, praise and prayer. We're going to start with a, a favorite of many um, called Waymaker. Right, and, uh, and Ned, if you wouldn't mind uh, reading this, this, we would appreciate it. I am so happy and blessed to be here. Thank, Thank you, you, Rick. Thank you. You are, you are Waymaker, miracle worker. But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Matthew 19.26 you are here moving in our midst. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16 By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 1.14 you are here working in this place. But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. John 5:17. Promise keeper, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Romans 4:21. Awesome. That's Thank you, Matt. So this watch these scriptures at the bottom as the lyrics are going if we attach it to scripture for a reason right so you can just you can just soak in scripture while you're worshiping him uh, let's do that now he is working in this place he's our promise keeper he's our way maker you are here you move 
not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you. Man, what a beautiful song. He's our way maker. He's our promise keeper. Let's sing about the Holy Spirit now. If you look at this song, it has uh, four, five, five uh, lyrics that we kind of attach scripture to. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Revelation 22, 17 says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come! And let the one who hears say, Come! Second lyric is, There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Philippians 3, 8 says, Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Third lyric is, Nothing can compare you're our living hope. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. <laughs> That's a living hope right there, right? Jeremiah 29, 11. Your presence, Lord, do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Psalm 51, 11. And then you get into, I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love. <laughs> I have a Psalms 34a. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And then that continues with, uh, with uh, blessed are those who take refuge in. Let's take refuge in him. Let's just understand that power of this Holy Spirit. And how to come into our presence right now worship this beautiful song of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen.
<laughs> wow. <clears throat> There's a there's so many beautiful songs that we, we, we that the, the videographer's done. You, you didn't notice as you're just praising there, just, the scriptures come up that match the lyrics at the bottom of the screen. So you can just uh, worship with His Word, right? It's just a, a beautiful concept that uh, Gus had thought of, and, and the Holy Spirit gets put in this heart. And I just go, "Wow, that is awesome!" Let's let's put this together. It took, took us quite a while to go through a couple years of working with live. Uh, um, uh, live with uh, Kent Henry, I think maybe a year and a half, maybe, but it was like a beautiful learning experience and we got a lot of praise and done. But uh, to be able to do it with original music and get a license to stream it was just such a privilege. And then to be able to get scripture there and just be able to have this video that just matches um, much of what the song's about. So we'll continue to do this every Monday, Thursday. Friday and Sunday, and right now let's dig into a little bit more scripture. We'll come back to some more music, okay? So uh, let's let's take a, a take apart uh, Ephesians, uh, probably just a couple segments <clears throat> to keep it short and keep the music flowing, right? Um, but we look at this as a, a Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God. And again, I just like to re relate this to other scriptures in the Bible. And this makes it come alive a lot to see what God wants us to learn in this. 2 Corinthians 1 11 starts that same way. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth. It's all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia. So you can see that as, uh, uh, just, again, just very similar type passages is how we, if Paul will start sometimes with, with this. Um, but we, we also see by the will of God here, um, as, a, as a key part of this too. Um, you see this in 1 Corinthians 2, called by the will of God, right? So um, I just I just love how uh, it also helps confirm the authorship, right? <laughs> he's saying, saying to Paul, and he's using the same type of terms, etc. So a lot of criticism comes in to try to say, oh, this person didn't write this. And, um, but, but again, Ephesians, clearly Paul, right? He names himself as well as uh, his writing style. It's just so, so unique and so rich, like I was talking about. So God just inspired him to write these beautiful books. And this one really teaches the gospel, teaches about our predestination. No, we, we, we talked about our, our calling, every, all, all this in Ephesians. Um, the, this comes alive, very, 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 uh, I guess I guess just 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 uh, so so unique of how he explains the gospel here in Ephesians two, which we'll get into probably on Monday. But when it talks about the faithful in Jesus Christ, the saints of Ephesus are the faithful in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, right? That is obviously an important concept for us to the saints, to the faithful brothers in Christ. That Colossians talks about that too. So you can see the parallels between Ephesians and Colossians. Some people think that these, these epistles rotated to churches. They'd write to one church, and then the, they rotated to, to multiple churches. Obviously, he's talking directly to the, the Ephesus church here. Um, but in verse 2, it gets into grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see this whole greeting is very similar to what he uses in, in other books as well. Romans 1.7 says to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace 
to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. So that's a great way that, that we can get in the habit maybe of <laughs> greeting other people. Grace to you and peace from God, right? Um, beautiful way to start the letter. And he gets into the spiritual blessings in verse 3 here. And I'm going to go to verse 4. It says, Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So he chose He chose us. That's This is an important concept that's going to come up with predestination versus free will. And how both of those are true. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Um, God is so uh, amazing. Um he knows who's going to choose him, right? Is one way for, from a free will perspective and being the all-knowing God. But he also chooses us before the foundation of the world. Just think about that. He chose you before the foundation of the world. Woo. So you see here in 2 Thessalonians, it says, But we are always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. This word, some of these words scare people, but sanctification just simply means you're growing in God. It's your works after you're saved. Remember, justification is you're forgiven. And then your your actual salvation is when you profess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart, right? And then then you are actually saved. And, um, and that's 100% Jesus and 0% you. It's very important to understand and that's how you're saved, right? And then sanctification is after you're saved, you're going to want to do good things for the Lord because of what he did for you. Right, and then your works are going to be you're going to work in your your new creation, something's growing inside you, the Holy Spirit's in you now, and over time you're going to be sanctified and you become more and more like Christ if you got the living and active word in your heart. Right, <laughs> that's the important part to not get away from that. He's really been emphasizing to me it's a critical time as we're going to go into chaos and he even use the word super crazy times, right that we at this point in time have that word of god in our heart right and that renews our mind and that allows us to go to him and he'll be communicating with us to give us our specific path for our calling which we're going to be talking about today right that is critical and if you're looking at if you've seen any of my blog posts and i'm putting them i'm reading them out and recording them and putting them out on uh, all the platforms now um, I put them on the bigger platforms that I'm way behind on Rumble, but uh, what because the automatic platforms go to what I call the cabal platform, so it goes to TikTok and uh, Facebook and YouTube and all those ones that I get censored on, but they're not censoring the they censor my truth content, <laughs> but they don't right now at least they're not um, censoring what God's telling me and what the Bible and Bible teaching. So you can if you want to follow me on uh, TikTok or or YouTube or um, blessed, it's blessed to teach. Blessed is number two teach on all those platforms, right? I think it goes on. It even goes into LinkedIn. It goes into all that type of stuff. So um, uh, Pinterest, I'm trying to think of what other platforms. There's one other major one I'm missing there. But uh, oh, yeah, it's on uh, very small because they knocked out, but completely took out my Instagram account and, as well as my Facebook group and now my Facebook page. But so I had to start brand new ones. And so instead of having 40, uh, 40,000 followers, I have I have like 100. <laughs> and the Instagram's even worse, right? It's like um, 12, right? So, uh, but anyway, I'm gonna continue to post on those, uh, this this new content with the new, the new deal. So let's let's keep digging into this a little bit, and then we'll get some more music. Um, again, as far as him choosing us, it's all over the place, right? James 2, 5, listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those 
who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him. So if you really love God and you've accepted him, guess what? He chose you first, before the foundation of the world. <laughs> and that's, and again, that's not just in Ephesians. We just saw it, right? It was in Thessalonians, and we see it here in James. And we can even see this concept all the way back in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy, where it says, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to, to be the, a people for his treasured possession out of the peoples who are on the face of the earth, out of all the peoples. So this is what he chose. He chose the Israelis, not because they were special. Um, he chose them to use them in a way to, to show the love of the Abrahamic covenant to everyone, right? He chose them, just like he chose you. Not because you are somebody that uh, was a great person, potentially. Maybe you were, <laughs> but point being, despite why we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? That's what, that's what uh, Romans 5, 8 is all about. Um, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Oof, beautiful thing. Um, uh, but again, you're chosen. You're chosen. And again, before the foundation of the world, we talked about in 2 Timothy 1.9, talks about that too, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of your works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Is that not cool? And, he, and, the, and the, the verse also talks about being holy and blameless, right? So not only are we chosen before the foundation of the world here in Ephesians 1, 4, um, but it talks about being holy and blameless. And how, come, how can that happen? Because the blood of Christ is covering all our sins, right? What he did first on the cross makes us holy and blameless. Colossians 1.22 talks about this. says, He has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. So you guys don't have to feel guilty and have shame about your sin, um, especially your past sin when you think about some of the worst things you've done. Now, we'll, you know, basically the, the, the wages of sin is death. You don't go to heaven, right? But because of this free gift that you accept, 100% Jesus, 0% you, you're holy and blameless. You're above reproach. You're reconciled to, to the Lord. Is that just not exciting and, and beautiful? That even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that he should, that we should be holy and blameless before him hallelujah huh beautiful now this gets into a deep theological concept called predestiny but it's very clear in the bible it teaches that we have free choice all over the bible right but it also teaches predestination right and they seem to conflict with each other but if you really think about it if you've got an all-knowing god and a, and a and a god who, who sees the ending the beginning from the end and doesn't really live within our time he can do both. He can give us free choice and as well as choose us. It says, in love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. You can see this predestined concept as well. I like to, I don't like to just link to other parts of the same book, but I like to look at, see, okay, where's this concept talked about in other books, like in Romans 8. It says, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. 
and those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Oof. So he chose you before the foundation of the world. That's predestination, right? He actually also um, called you, justified you, and glorified you. So you're a glorified royal priest right now, right? If you have gotten Jesus Christ as your Savior and you've accepted him into your heart. Again, it has to be in your heart. You can't just say, oh yeah, Jesus died for my sins. Because even Satan knows that, that, that Jesus is, is Christ. Right? Even the demons know that he's the Christ. Not not intellectual knowledge is not saved. Very, it's very clear. In fact, Romans 10, 10, after it says, if we declare, Romans 10, 9 is, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Christ and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you will be saved, right? Nothing to do with works. But then the next verse, Romans 10, 10, gets into, for it is by, with your, with, with your heart that you believe and are justified, that's forgiven, right? So, so if you're not forgiven, you don't go to heaven. You've got, you've got to do it with your heart. And it's with your mouth you profess your faith and are saved. So those two things have to be both, right? Intellectually talking about it, wells in your heart. Many, 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 I believe, people believe they're saved and they're not because they just haven't, it's not in their heart. And you know that if you're not, if you don't love the Word of God and you're not in the Word of God at all, you've got to question that. Right? If you, and so a lot of uh, a lot of people are in the Christian community, but really haven't given their life to the Lord. So make sure that's not you. Step second right into your heart and, and get into His Word to renew your mind. Spend time with Him. You're going to just love it. Um, I know many of you are already doing that. And then I call everybody that's doing that. And he calls it, when he's talking to me, his remnant, right? Uh, and so become part of his remnant. Um that's the predestination for adoption to himself as sons. A lot of people say, well, God created everybody, so everybody's his children. In general, yeah, but he talks about a deep, reconciled relationship as a, as a children of God. As, you know, and, that, and that is different. He uses the term adoption in multiple places, right? For adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. So just like Jesus is his only son, right? We can become sons and daughters of him through the adoption process, which is part of this awesome mystery. Um, and so if you look at adoption to himself, uh, you'll see that in Romans as well. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. That's one of the scriptures we use in our, that talks to several of our songs that we've recorded and done videos toward. Um, Wow, again, this powerful showing again. It's it's we're not in slavery, but we've it's a spirit of adoption. That's not bad. So it's it's a good thing, right? This is how we are reconciled back to him. This this concept of adoption. Um, you'll see here in verse seven. We'll go down here. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. So redemption is another important concept. Um, I think I have one here, Romans 3, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is Christ Jesus. A lot, a lot of people talk about we're redeemed, right? <clears throat> and that's a beautiful thing when we're redeemed. <laughs> that's that redemption we see there in verse 7. And uh, there might be one more hiding in here too, 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, 
And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Right there. So being in Christ Jesus is, is an important part, right? For if, if we're in Christ Jesus, uh, we're a new creation, is what 2 Corinthians uh, 5.17 says, right? So just beautiful um, how Ephesians just relates to so many other passages. And again, um, it, this forgiveness and everything is through his blood, right? Um, through his blood, that redemption, and that is a, the vital concept, because you don't want to, um, your life to be judged right by the perfect god that designs perfection in heaven and so if you have to have the perfection to get to heaven you want to have the life of christ being your advocate right so when god looks at you and judges you he's actually looking at the life of christ that's why because of the blood of jesus is covering you right acts 20 28 pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. That's right. So it's incredibly important to understand what the blood of Christ is all about. That's why we do communion here at least once a month and uh, every three or four weeks. To really, really make sure that we remember that moment. Verse 9 talks about uh, making known to us the mystery. I want to talk about a little bit about this mystery. The mystery of his will. So if you want to know what his will is, um, you can't do that if you haven't got the Holy Spirit. You haven't accepted Christ as your Savior. Once you've done that, then that active and living word needs to be renewing your mind. And that's clearly how you end up knowing what his will is, right? And uh, you'll see in Romans 16, 25, now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages. So the secret, all through the Old Testament, was a secret. The secret is this whole mystery of the church, this mystery of literally the Holy Spirit coming into people's, not just the prophets, but everybody that believes. That's why we have access to the Holy of Holies, right? That's this mystery that went all to the Gentiles, not just to the Jewish people. And this is what um, Paul preaches throughout all of his Gospels. And we'll get to some music right after this last part I want to talk about, verse 9. And it says, um, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ. Remember, everything, like Romans 8, 28, talks about, uh, but according to his, the purpose, right? And those, so, so and, and we know that in all things, um, God works for the good of those who love him and whom have been called according to his purpose. Right? According to his purpose is a very vital concept. Oh, that's what that's what this goes to. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So if you want to know his ways, you want to know his will for you, you have to understand what his purpose is. He's got a purpose that's his big concepts of what he does in the world, but he also has a specific purpose for you. But understanding that becomes what we're going to be talking about in a little bit, and that is going to be your call, your specific call, right? Understanding that is vital. That's why we have a whole course called Impactor for Truth that helps you get there, right? Helps you regulate your friends, helps you understand the reliability of the Bible and share Christ with your friends, but more importantly, what are your spiritual gifts and what's your call and how to get engaged in that calling, right? 
Um, so you can find that on blessedteach.com, the website, and just go to Impactor for Truth there. Um, and the last part of this, the, this, this paragraph is, which set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. And you look at according to his purpose set forth in Christ. You see that in, uh, oh, Barbara right, went right back to 728. Oh, unite. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. Unite all things in Christ. It says, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood in his cross. So, you know, he's uniting all things. He's reconciling himself all things. So this allows everyone to come to him that wants to. Right? And eventually, every knee is going to bow out and every tongue is going to confess. It's like if he, <laughs> Philippians 2, 9 through 11 talk, talk about. Uh, so beautiful, beautiful scriptures. We're going to get into the rest um, after a, couple, a few more songs. So let's dig in um, to talk about how great our God is. I'll do this first one and have uh, and do the next one. This is how great is our God. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great. And your name is great in might, Jeremiah 10, 6. This song, the second lyric, talks about the beginning and the end. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, Revelation 21, 6. This song talks about the lion and the lamb. Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. Out of Revelation 5, 5. And he looked at Jesus and he walked by and said, this is John the Baptist actually, and he says, Behold, the Lamb of God. Now, obviously, this is revealed to John the Baptist very early, right? In John 1.36 there, where he says, Behold, the Lamb of God. And this song also talks about the name above all names. We talked about that, Philippians 2.9. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. And then that later goes on that everybody's going to bow and every time going to confess even for the next two verses as well. Just fall in love with the Word of God and uh, watch the Word of God at the bottom of the screen as we, as we worship here through this beautiful song. Again, He's the name above all names. He's the Lion and the Lamb. He's the beginning and the end. Like, woo! How great. How great. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice Let all the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to and trembles at his voice, and trembles at his voice. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how
let me su switch this to my, the right, right way so they can hear Annette. Go ahead, Annette. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a great song, too. Mm. This is how I fight my battles. So my weapons are praise and thanksgiving. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy utter as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were rooted. They all helped to destroy one another. Second Chronicles 20, 21 to 23. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Second Kings 6, 16 to 17. I love that. There's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Psalm 23, 5. It's your body and your blood you shed for me. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. This is my body, which is given for you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is, which is shed for you. Luke 22, 19 to 20, NKGV. We're surrounded by him.
weapons are crazy things getting. not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them yeah that's uh what elisha said to his servant right opened up the eyes of his servant and the servant actually saw all those uh chariots and horses chariots of fire Woo! that's where that whole term comes from the movie and everything <laughs> right 
right? From uh, all the so many things come from the biblical concept. It's amazing scapegoat. All these all these terms we use um, in our in our culture, and it's uh, beautiful. So let's dig in and finish up uh, the rest of chapter one, and really look about how this relates to the scriptures and talk about your calling, right? This is important part of scripture, I believe. So verse eleven. Starts getting on our inheritance. It says, "In Him we have obtained an inheritance." Uh, some of you have probably gotten inheritance from your parents before, have passed. Um, but boy, what? A, how about getting an inheritance from the Lord? Right? We've obtained an inheritance, having predestined according to the purpose. So you look at this inheritance. It's also talked about all the way in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy it says, "But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be." A people of his own inheritance, as you are this day. So just like he brought them out of Egypt and brought them into the promised land, he's given you an inheritance as well, right? Each of us. See in verse 12, it talks about the praise of his glory. So that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. (laughs) And uh, just think about that. Uh, that's pretty cool that we can be part of that. Philippians 1.11 talks about that too. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. All right. So when you actually are living with the Holy Spirit and being sanctified, and you are living to the glory and praise of God, and, uh, that's got to be our goal. It should be our goal, right? To do just that. Verse 13 talks about the word of truth in him. You also when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, right? And you look at that word of truth, it's talk, discussed also in Colossians 1.5, because of the hope laid in for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel. That's why the, the you know, we talk about not judging others on what they do, but we do judge them if they are teaching incorrect things about God, Jesus, and the gospel. The three big rocks, I call it, right? Because the gospel is what gets you to heaven, right? The gospel is 100% Jesus, 0% us. It is what I just talked about, justification and salvation, which is your head and your heart, and your mouth. Your mouth is saying, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead. That's critical, very critical. And the word of truth is the is is the Bible. So it's it's the word of God, right? So you can't understand the gospel without being in the word of God, and that renews your mind, allows you to come close to Him, and and really think on His ways, and and, and think His thoughts, and start start to do His ways. That's not natural to us, right? That's why that renewed mind is so critical to all of this, and being in the word of truth. Put that word of truth in your heart, right? That is a, just su- such a critical part. Um, the gospel of your salvation and believe in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Obviously, this is a key part of your salvation is to have that uh, seal, right? Acts 1.4 talks about it too. And, when, and while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, right? There you go. The, this, this is a promised Holy Spirit that um, came at Pentecost, right? Fifty days after after uh, his crucifixion. Uh, that's what Pentecost means, fifty, and why we celebrate that here. 
on this channel to uh, celebrate all the seven major um, biblical holidays, I call them, right? Feast or biblical feast. Um, verse 14 gets into who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it. So it's a guarantee. That's a concept also that's discussed here in 2 Corinthians 1.22. And who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. That once you have accepted Christ and the Holy Spirit comes inside you, you are sealed. And you, you are guaranteed heaven. That's why people say you can, uh, you can't, once that happens, you're going to heaven. You're in the book of life. He doesn't erase people's name on the book of life. It's a whole theological concept that, that I, I teach a whole uh, section on uh, um, the, the assurance of your salvation. And this says it, it's a guarantee, right? Your Holy Spirit doesn't go away. So uh, uh, if anybody that's looked like they've been backslidden, most likely they never accepted Christ in the first place, right? So uh, that's why they probably had it in their head and not their heart, right? It's very important uh, that we, we get that in our heart, like we talked about earlier. It talks about of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it. We talked about inheritance earlier. It's also here in Acts 20. And now I commend you, God, into the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among those who are sanctified. Right? That same, that same verse, inheritance is a key part of this. Adoption and inheritance, right? What a privilege. The God of the universe is giving us an inheritance and giving us a, and giving us and adopting us as his children. It's like, woo! Thank you, Lord. Um, verse 15, here when we get to Thanksgiving and prayer at the end, this is rich too. This is like the Thanksgiving and prayer at the end. It's like, oh my goodness. This is, is a great way to maybe learn how to pray or pray this sometimes when you want to. Go to go to the first Ephesians 1 and just go down there and just it's for this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, right? So this whole hurt of your faith, this is really cool to see how as Paul went on all his journeys and he would hear these great reports coming back from these churches. And I'm sure just, just, uh, just encouraged him so much, right? Colossians 1, 4 says, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. So he's talking to Ephesus about their faith. Now he's talking to... The, the Colossians about their the, the, that he's heard of their faith. So this is if in the Philemon you see it too, because I hear of your love and the faith that you have toward Jesus Christ for all the saints. So you see these New Testament churches were were doing well. And Romans even talks about it, says, First I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. So this was the beginning of the gospel, going to everywhere very exciting to see how that all happened. Verse 16 says, I do not cease to give thanks to you, remembering you in my prayers. So remember people in their prayers. That That's a obviously important Christian concept. Talked about in Romans 1, 9, for God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of the Son, that without ceasing, I mention you. The Bible talks about praying without ceasing. So you just always just, um, and it, you know, even even the, when you put on your armor of God, the last part is pray in the Spirit. In Ephesians six eighteen, pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. So God wants to just be in constant communication with you, and that's when your renewed mind is there and you're starting to think more like Him. 
which is a, a vital, vital part of understanding his will for our lives, right? Um, I think you also see this in, uh, the, sorry, I already grabbed that one. Um, wisdom and knowledge in, in the next verse is, a, is something I wanted to emphasize on verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of our glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. Right? It's one of the fruits, of, uh, one of the, one of the uh, gifts of the spirit. Give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Right? Knowledge being another one of the gifts of the spirit we talked about in 1 Corinthians 12. But uh, if you look here at Colossians 1.9, it says, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray. There's that season to pray again, right? For you asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and the spiritual wisdom and understanding. So uh, this is, you know, this is when you're praying for somebody, pray that they will have uh, wisdom and knowledge, especially believers, if you're praying for believers, right? That they'll have that wisdom and knowledge, which is a couple of the gifts of the Spirit. And verse 18 talks about having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. Oof! <laughs> Just think about that. That's what we want, right? The eyes of our heart enlightened. And uh, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. We talk about, even 1 Peter 3.15 talks all about um, always be ready to give an answer to anybody, right? That asks you to, for the reason, for the hope that you have. That's your testimony, right? I have this hope, the hope, and, the, and he's called you to this hope. And uh, th this is in Ephesians 4.4 4 also. We'll get there um, in the, when, when we teach in Ephesians 4. It's all about your calling, right? And it's the whole book of uh, Believer's Authority by Hagen is beautifully done on Ephesians 4. Talking about the power and authority that you have in Jesus' name. It's important to understand that. You can bind whatever you, in Matthew 18, 18, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, right? And, and, the, and whatever, you, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Just have that authority and understand that in this battle right now with this cabal, the globalists trying to take over the world, we need to use that authority right now. And uh, Ephesians 4, 4 says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. So remember, it's a specific call that you have on your life. God's calling you to something. If you really don't know what that is, get in this word, renew your mind, spend time with it. Right? You can also take that Impactor for Truth course at, neighbor, at blessedteach.com. Go to the equipping section. And you walk you through your spiritual gift assessment and actually understand your call. Right, this is, uh, we'll get to that when we get to Ephesians 4 in more detail, obviously. Um, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance? So uh, we keep, keep talking about inheritance, right? And the riches here of that. And to them, God, this is, this is Colossians 1. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery. This whole mystery comes down. This, this, this whole mystery of Holy Spirit living with uh, in us uh, to the Gentiles as well. What is this? This is Christ in you. This is mystery. The hope of your glory. There's that hope again. There's a, it's just a beautiful scripture that just relates all over the place to, the, to each other. Um, that's one of the things I just love. And then what is the immeasurable greatness of his power 
toward us who believe according to the working of his great might. He has great might. <laughs> He's our great and mighty God, right? The, the, the beginning of the, of the fruits of the Spirit in Ephesians 10 says, Finally, be strong in his mighty power, right? <laughs> and his great might. Uh, oh, that's where I was going to. It says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might is this in this version. Um, so, He's he's a he's a God that we can depend on, right? He's got strength. He gives us strength. He's our shield. He's our buckler, right? It's just it's just beautiful. Um, verse twenty gets into the seated at the right hand of God that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at the right hand of the heavenly places. You see that in multiple places that Christ is there. Mark. You see, so then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. That's an ascension. Over 500 people saw that, right? Many of them were alive when they were writing, writing the gospel here. You see here in Acts 2.33, again, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of his, the Holy Spirit. He has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. Oof, there we go. He's pouring out that Holy Spirit on us. He's exalted us, but there he is, right hand of God. We know we know that this is emphasized multiple times in Scripture, and that's why he can be our advocate, right? 21 talks about, For from all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. So when you talk about far above, right? <laughs> You can see that same concept in John, verse 3.31 says, He who comes from above is above all, and who is of the earth, belongs to the earth, and speaks in an earthly way. He comes from heaven and is above all. Right? Two above alls <laughs> right there in John. So there's nothing above, 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 above the Lord God, right? It's like you can't get any higher, right? You go to the courts of heaven, you can't get any higher than that. Right? <laughs> That's why we have Courts of Heaven. I think it's 3 p.m. CST. Go to the neighborhood.social there. And go to the groups and go look at the Courts of Heaven group. And you can um, go with Gloria leading, leading you to the Courts of Heaven each Friday, 3 p.m. CST. Um, as an example, you can't get any higher than that. It's the highest court, right? He's above all. <laughs> um, and it talks about um, all rule and authority and power and dominion. Right, and you'll see that concept in other scriptures too, like in 1 Corinthians 15. The name that then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power. So, we talk about this that this is this is important that um, it's like our first, our struggle in, in, in Ephesians 6 12. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world. Why we can. By the name of Jesus, we can bind those rulers and authorities and powers. And I, I pray that often, right? You can see this is what this is about. We are going to destroy the rules, authority, and powers of this dark world. And we can bind that, bind them, yeah, destroy them. And that's what we're going to be doing to this cabal, I believe, in our lifetime. What a, what a time to be alive, to see all this happen. Of uh, Satan, head being crushed again in a big way uh, on earth, right? Not just a spiritual um, crushing of the head he did at the cross, but now it's, uh, I believe it's going to be on this earth as we take possession of the land. It's going to be 
quite exciting. Above every name, above every name that is named, right? It's like uh, that is uh, that's the name of Jesus, right? Philippians two nine. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Um, uh, I should probably go to those next two verses too because it's just so powerful. Let me go back. See if I go back to that. I have so many scriptures here. I'm probably probably overdoing this, but I love it. Hebrews one four, having become as much superior to the angels as the name, as he has inherited, is more excellent than theirs. Right? He's so so he's above the angels. We know that. I'm gonna go back to this one because I love it so much, and make it to to eleven. These are great memory verses too, by the way, that I just added lately um, to my. If you go to BibleMemory.com or download the Bible Memory app and go to the group Blessed to Teach, Blessed the Number Two Teach, just like just like the website, search on that. You'll find all my verses. I started with NIV years ago, but now I do the ESV. But you can change it to any version you want. Um, take some of my scriptures that you like and add more to that you want. But um, this is. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. Can't believe I did. Do 11 there. Gotta do that. Gotta do 11. Because it says, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I recommend only doing one verse at a time um, in, in, in the app, right? And that allows you to put these three together. And. Um, Beautiful memory verses about again. This is read this all together because it's so beautiful. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's really interesting. It talks about even under the earth, right? We know about all these tunnels that, the, that these evil people have created. That, as they, you know, basically have a nuclear war up above, and they're down safe in their in their huge, luscious, uh, not just tunnels, but huge cities down there, right? And uh, <laughs> they're going to be bowing their knee too. <laughs> it's everybody in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. It's like, woo! That's just amazing how God put that in there two thousand years ago before we even knew anything about what He meant by under the earth, <laughs> right? That's how awesome He is. Um, it also talks about the age to come here. Oh, I, I moved up. Let me go back there. Uh, see, we did all in all. Uh, we're almost we're almost finished here, and we're going to go to some more music here in just a second. But also in the one to come, isn't that interesting? He talks about the age now, but also the one to come, which I believe is going to be this new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem, right? Um, that we talk about. And uh, that's in verse 21 here. And you'll see Matthew 12, 32. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or the age to come. So this is important. Another tough one, one that people teach on different different type of theology. I think this, this ends up coming down to when you've rejected Christ, right? when you're talking bad about the Holy Spirit. And if you totally rejected him, he's going to harden your heart, and you're not going to be forgiven. So, don't be talking bad about the Holy Spirit. Don't be don't be rejecting Christ because it's very clear. There's way too much evidence, guys, for how awesome and beautiful um, this is. 
And this ends with two verses that are just full of references to other places. This is, um, for instance, in uh, verse 22 here, it says, And he put all things under his feet. Mm. Isn't that true? You see that in Psalm 8, 6. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands and have put all things under his feet. Ooh, that's a power we have in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> you see here again in 1 Corinthians 15, 27. <clears throat> so I have a little bit of that drainage. Uh, <laughs> so I can't talk too loud as, you, as like I like to do sometimes. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is a plain that he is expected to put all things in subjection under him. That's right. Everything's going to be under Christ. Colossians 1.18 also said, and he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, firstborn from the dead, in everything he might be preeminent. Guys, remember, we're part of the body of church. He's expected. It's like a finger needs to work, right? So if we're, if we're no matter what we are, whether we're a lung or we're a, a toe, <laughs> whatever we are, he has a calling for you, specific, that's, that he wants to activate. That's why I've got the vision for this ministry right now. It's like activating and empowering believers worldwide. <clears throat> we need to be activated in this body. He's, he's really disappointed in a lot of the body of church who's sleeping right now. Right? And not, not in this battle at all. And uh, he's using his remnant. He's going to use his remnant. But he's not going to use the body of Christ that's, that, that's not active. As far as his power and glory, it's going to be amazing in this time. So don't miss this. It also says it's ahead of all and gave him as head over all things. We just talked about him being the head of the church, right? And then he has been given that head. It's very vital to understand uh, how important Jesus is, right? If I can get back to that, or if I close it, there it is. Then we'll end this and we'll get to some more music, which is the body, the fullness of him who fills. That's all you see here, the fullness of him John 1 16 says, For from him, his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Oof. Beautiful, isn't it? And uh, who fills all in all. And do uh, you see this in the Old, old and uh, New Testament? Jeremiah says, Can a man hide himself in a secret place so that I cannot see him? Declares the Lord, Do I not fill heaven and earth? Declares the Lord. Yeah, he fills everything, right? The Old Testament, you see the New Testament too, where it says, here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave free, but Christ is all and in all. That's what we're gonna celebrate, that's what we're gonna praise right now, this Christ that is all in all. Him who fills all in all. Let's worship him. We did uh, surround and now we're gonna go to at the cross. Now I'll do this one again and have uh, Net do the, the, the last song we'll do. At the cross I surrender my life, where your love ran red and my sin washed white. I owe all to you, Jesus. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1 7. Second lyric we emphasize in this song it says, A place where mercy reigns never dies, streams of grace flow deep and wide. All the love I've ever found. 
Some of those concepts are in Hebrews 4.16. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That's right. Looking at the cross is the key here. It's where he did it. That's where his redemption comes from, right? It's where our forgiveness of our sins come from. The third verse here emphasizes where sin and shame are powerless, where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness. Colossians 2, part 3. He disarmed the rulers and the authority and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Wow. What a powerful song. Deep worship song. Spending your life. Understand what's worse than you. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide. For all the the cross at the cross I surrender
and the peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Worship song. Mm. <clears throat> Will you read this one, though? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mark 8:34b. Worship the Father in spirit and truth. John 4:23b. You search much deeper. You're looking into my heart. How things appear. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. 1 Samuel 12:24a. Let your heart therefore be holy, true to the Lord our God. 1 King 8:61a. King of endless worth, how much you deserve. All I have is yours. The Lord reigns forever, your God for all generations. Psalm 146.10 IV. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 2.2 NIV. Yes, he's the king of endless worth. He searches deep within us. He looks into our heart. Let's worship to the heart of worship. All is stripped Longing just to bring Something that's of worth That will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. Worship the Father and Spirit of King of endless worth, no one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours, every single breath. For a song in itself 
and I am content of weakness. But when I am weak, I am strong. If anyone would come after me, let them deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Thanks for spending time with me this uh, Sunday morning. Again, uh, this is this is I went a little late here. Um, just dug into that scripture probably a little bit too much. <laughs> but I uh, again, I hope you enjoy just relating scripture to each other and, and really digging deeper into concepts like your calling. And so remember, you do have a specific calling. Remember, you're you're inherited and adopted as a, as a and now you're our high priest of glory and power. You have that authority in Christ, all those beautiful concepts that are discussed in the first chapter of Ephesians. We're getting to chapter two, which is very rich as well, on Monday night. 
uh, tomorrow night, right after, uh, near the end of the show, before praise and prayer. You can hear people's praises, what's going on great in people's lives. And then also, we pray specifically for your specific prayer requests. We also have a written prayer request wall, wall there in neighborhood.social. So you can download that on your phone, just go to, or just go to neighborhood.social on your tablet or, or, or PC. And you'll see, um, uh, go to the groups and go to the written prayer requests. I think there's a link down below in the video as well. Uh, we also would love to have you guys uh, join us as, uh, in, in, in just become a bigger part of the ministry. You can do that in several ways. And the two websites are down below, blessedteach.com and neighborhood.social are the key. Right? And uh, blessed with a number two teach.com where you'll find everything, right? And I'm just going to show you real quick as we wrap up and, and, and pray. Um, but if you go to blessedteach.com, I'm going to bring that up. <clears throat> And it'll kind of give it'll give you everywhere. I think next week we come out with a brand new app. I think you should hit the Apple Store called B2T Ministries. And uh, so we have an app for the neighborhood, but now this will be a separate one. It'll get you kind of navigate to everything from one from one place. I think you'll enjoy that app as well. So let me show you blessedteach.com here. And so as you uh, on the front pages where you get free show notes. So every link that I share here, um, my Sunday. And Friday notes go out on Tuesdays morning. So Tuesday through Friday, you're going to get um, a summary of the show as well as every link. And that's what you would sign up for here on the front page. This uh, front page is going to be redone to kind of be more of a ministry versus a show. Um, that should that should be coming out next week or the following week as well. And then, um, but you can see that you can get the, uh, taught, you can find all about our mission and uh, everything here. The I believe video. It's a four-minute I believe video when we go live, all about our mission and vision and beliefs, all here that you can find on the About tab. The show has all the all the past shows, links to get to them as well as uh, uh, the notes associated with them. Um, you have uh, actually the show notes you have to sign up for. So this is gives you the link to the show. If you want the show notes, you sign up for those and those are sent to you free. Um, all this, all this stuff is pretty much free. You've got the word worship and praise and prayer links to those shows. There's a neighborhood. There's five links. There's like, there's like 10, 15 things you can do on the neighborhood. But here you got the groups I talked about, like Courts of Heaven and many other groups, biblical Zoom groups. I think you'll really enjoy. We have events that you can see everything that's going on, who's coming on the show, um, a blog that will believe that bring you to my uh, Rick Rick for a long time blog. There's other blogs there as well though, forums prayer request you can go right here and that'll bring you right to the neighborhood which will bring you to um, the actual prayer wall in the neighborhood right so put your prayer request there we'd love to be praying for you and then uh, and lastly if anybody wants to be a partner just go to the donations tab <clears throat> we would love for you to be a partner of this ministry anybody that even gets a dollar a month is going to get prayer every single week from our intercessory prayer team <coughs> a powerful intercessory prayer team and then also uh, exclusive updates. All right. And uh, <clears throat> you can text GIVE to 833-209-2393 or use the QR code. Um, with that, um, I just want to say thank you all for joining us. And let me pray after I get my phone back. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much again for this beautiful time. Thanks for Annette coming and turning her camera on and being here and just loving this music with me. <coughs> Worshiping live with me. Thank you that for, thank you for all the other people that serve 
in this ministry. What a blessing it is. Um, so much is getting done now compared to what I was doing by myself years ago. This is so many great um, volunteers coming in. <coughs> and I'm very thankful for that, Lord. I pray for everyone that's listening to my voice right now that they'll be blessed. Unity and peace, a bond of peace will come into their families and friends as the division of this cabal will be eliminated. We take authority by Jesus' name to bind the rules and authorities and powers of this dark world. And loose angels of all ranks division to help us stay on our path. Lord, will you just allow everyone to listen to my push right now, understand what their calling is, their specific calling is, that they come close to you, renew their mind to come to you each day. And you will guide them day by day. I pray for that blessing on them right now, Lord. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Love you all so much. Thanks for joining us here. We're going to be back uh, doing this beautiful music on uh, after the show on um, Monday. With praise and prayer. Join us then. Love you all. Well, uh, Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Annette. And bless you.